0: the access, drugstores, all of these logistics which are less complex than getting the government to cover, but the equation is all about health and economics, it's about a chronic pain patient that would cost whatever is $6,000 a year, how can you reduce that to 3500 and improve the quality of life of that person, and that equation takes time to discuss, but it's very, very palatable, no? it's, it's very appealing.
1: From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today, and I'm Jay Bulls, we are joined by Alvaro Torres, the CEO of Chiron Life Sciences. Alvaro, welcome back to the show. Dan, thank you so much for having me. It's great. Well, I normally don't have guests back this frequently. You were on a couple months ago, and- We just really scratched the surface about your organization, and there was just a lot of things that I didn't have a chance to talk about that I wanted to, but we just ran out of time. So I said, let's get you back on. And then, sure enough, you had so much exciting news happening at the beginning of this year that I said, we definitely have to get you on sooner than later. For the people that haven't heard Alvaro's previous interview, Chiron Life Sciences is publicly traded with operations in South America, Central America, Europe. And in our last interview, we spent a lot of time talking about Colombia and the UK. And today, you know, we're going to continue on those conversations. I also wanted to talk a little bit about Mexico, maybe even to kick things off. What is the status of the cannabis industry in
0: Mexico? Dan, thank you so much. The cannabis industry in Mexico is it's waiting for minor regulatory approvals on being able to start importation of product. That's usually the toughest pain point where you're trying to enter a new industry a new country. We were the first company to sell in Colombia ever first company to sell in Peru, first company the first company in Brazil, so I understand those pain points quite well so it's now a matter of a waiting game. What matters at the same time is what happens the day after and what happens the day after you get all these permits and you're allowed to do this is how fast can you dominate the market, which is what the company is is focused on right now. We're going to be taking the model that works in Colombia. We own the category in this country. We're going to take that model and replicate it in Mexico very fast, very agile, and partnering with you know, very good partners that understand how to bring on demand. So it's not just going to be a matter of when that happens, but when that happens, how fast can you deploy it? And I think sometimes, as I say to my team, sometimes the more you wait on this type of regulations, the more we have ability to come up with a much bigger and dominating plan we've been doing this for two years there are companies in colombia that are now getting out of the colombian business because it's not easy it's not something anybody can do but we are now owning this market and we have the biggest market share and because we have a very unique approach and now it's a matter of replicating in mexico so it's a waiting game a bit but after that waiting game is over i think we'll be able to be a very large player there
1: Well, you mentioned that you're the largest player in, I think, in all of South America. You have the biggest market share and your growth has just been exponential. And I think that having all that knowledge and experience and infrastructure should be really helpful when you roll into Mexico. I'm assuming that you'll be able to apply a lot of those things that you've learned in these markets into the Mexican market.
0: I wouldn't be inaccurate when I say that we have the largest brand in LATAM. Just looking at how much we sell in Colombia, how many patients we have, how many returning people, uh, the price points that we sell, the margins that we make. I wouldn't be inaccurate when I say that, and in Peru as well. Um, The entire thing when we think about what Chiron does very well, I think we do better than anybody, is we know how to get doctors to prescribe cannabis. We know how Mm -hmm. to get that done. And sometimes you go in countries like Mexico with huge hospitals, huge infrastructure, huge pharmacies. And the proposition we're making is, you know, you have all this demand, you have all these pharmacies, but you don't know how to do is to get doctor-comfortable prescribing cannabis. And we can get that done because behind everything we do is 30,000 patient data that yes. shows the efficacy of the Chiron product, not just any cannabis. And if I can take my Chiron product into your pharmacy and I can train your doctors and show them the evidence and take them to Colombia and show them that in a day like today, for instance, that if we were in my clinic here in Colombia, there would be 600 people living with a prescription today. And when you see that level of experience and expertise, you talk to our doctors, you talk to our processes, and you realize that what this company does is, is they know how to train doctors, they know how to get them to convinced, and they also focus so much on, on access that you know, they raise the barriers of entry so high, or we do, that it's very difficult for anybody else to come in. And I think that's a conversation, and that conversation is having a lot of followers because everybody thinks about cannabis, but it's always very difficult to get that doctor to prescribe it and feel good about it. Yeah. But you have all that real world evidence that becomes, of course, a lot easier. Well, and one thing that
1: you've done, which just blows my mind, is your help. You were able to get Colombia to include. Correct me if I'm wrong but include this in their health insurance program. Do you intend to hopefully push in that same direction in, in some of your other markets?
0: Then I think the holy grail of cannabis, it's going to be about medical coverage because the competition is not with low-cost cultivate. The competition is against opiates, buprenorphine, morphine, that's the competition. We're talking about Latin America or Europe or United States in general. Those medications are free. You have patients that don't want to be hooked on morphine pumps but they have no other choice because that is for free. Yeah. I think what we did in Colombia, which is still very amazing, because uh, the fact that any patient in Colombia can get cannabis for free, which is very unique, it did take us two years then. And I said this two years ago, and people were probably thinking that's crazy, but in the end, it's all about the evidence. Now, today, when we have all these patient data, it's easier for us to go to the Mexican government, Brazilian government, and tell them. Look how much money you can save and from an economic standpoint and from a health perspective if you start looking at cannabis and look at this amount of data that we've been collecting on switch of patients from morphine pumps to THC and look at the medical outcomes. We're going to have to do it in this country. It's not going to be fast. It's going to take us a year, year and a half, but you can imagine that whoever reaches that summit first, like we do in Colombia, is going to probably be the key player in those markets. It's easier now than before, because now we have the data. But when we started in Colombia, we started with one patient. No? <laughs> but today, it's just a matter of convincing and thinking about the access, drugstores, all of these logistics, which are less complex than getting the governments to cover. It. But the equation is all about health and economics. It's about a chronic pain patient that would cost what well, average $6,000 a year, How can you reduce that to 3,500 and improve the quality of life of that person? And that equation takes time to discuss, but it's very, very palatable. No, It's, it's very appealing.
1: The last time you were on, you hadn't finished your year end from 2021, And I don't know that you're ready to release those numbers yet, but can you give our our listeners a preview? How did you end off the year in 2021?
0: Well, Dan, yeah, we are publishing our results in mid-April, so I cannot give you all the details. I'll tell you what the highlights are. Basically, we grew more than 1,200% in our medical cannabis sales. And I know it starts from a low point, but it's amazing that we're able to do this in the middle of the pandemic. We have gross profits on cannabis more than 85%. We sold four and a half million dollars in cannabis. A third of that was done in Europe, which we started only in March. The rest is mostly in Colombia, where we make these fantastic gross profits. And if I take what we're doing only in February of this year, I know we can triple that number at the very minimum if we don't grow anymore. And that's because the entire philosophy of the company is about acquiring, educating doctors, acquiring patients and retaining them with good quality, with good access. And that obsession, which is costly, it's costly to develop all of this, is going to get us to be able to get to cash flow neutrality by the end of this year. Of course, we're still in the growth side of our business, but I think the future is is going to be very bright. We're very focused on medical. This year we are getting out of of the ideas of cultivation in other countries. We want to be very focused on that access to the patient. Mm -hmm. We were doing CPG CBD cosmetics a year and a half ago. We're stopping that and just focus on what's really making our markets grow. And I think the focus that this company is having is helping us to get to that point. The fact that we are selling last year we sold four and a half million Canadian of of cannabis with eighty five percent gross margins. You have to look at that bottom line, right? Because it's not just about selling millions; it's about how profitable those are, and that profitability is going to get us to cash neutrality and no, it's very exciting. I still have to work out all the details, the financials, etc. But I look at February, the end of February, driven by Germany, UK, and Colombia. And it's very exciting. And I still have Mexico and Brazil to go. So, yeah. you know, it's very, very good times for the company, I tell you.
1: Yeah, you said in the last interview that we were in the first inning of the first game of the World Series. Are we in the, still in the first inning or we have moved to the second inning or are we still that early?
0: I think we're in the second inning, but we won the first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Obviously, you won the first. Before we go, you talked about Mexico and Brazil, that you want to f- f- get, get your foot in the door in Mexico, get it all set up. Looking forward, any opportunities in Europe or any other places where you have your eye on or are you just going to try to get those markets that you already have nailed down?
0: Dan, I think uh, we are going to be focused on these six markets, Mexico, Colombia, Peru, Brazil, UK, and Germany. But this company is going to evolve this year in a way that it's going to be a lot more globalized and a lot more diverse. When you think about Cairo, people think about Cairo, we think about Colombia a lot. I'm calling you from Colombia. It's a beautiful weather here in Bogota. But we build this company to be truly global. And I think for this year, what we'll see is that our strategy, which takes time and efforts, is going to show that Europe is going to become a very big showcase for our top line and our bottom line. It's very exciting for us because that helps us to diversify our revenue base, no? And diversify how we can get our investors and shareholders more at peace with know how we can uh, work in different countries with different strategies. The the thing that really matters educate doctors and ensure access, and we can do it anywhere. There will be a time once we are cash flow neutral that where we can look at beyond other markets. But once you have the established presence of Cairo, we can go into Ecuador, Costa Rica, Poland. That will happen later. Let's focus right now on the markets that we know we can win, that we're we are winning. Let's go on out there and get more patients with a better quality of life. And then the rest of the world, it's going to be easier.
1: Oh, you got it. You're doing You're doing great. Just keep up doing what you're doing. As and I mentioned, Chiron Life Sciences is a publicly traded company, and I'll have all their stock information in the show notes along with links if you're interested in investing. and Definitely check out Chiron Life Sciences because there's a lot of opportunity. It's not all in the United States. And this isn't a good example of a company that's doing it outside of our borders. You, you don't want to forget that this is a global economy right now, and cannabis is happening everywhere. Chiron Life Sciences is a perfect example of that. Avaro, we always run out of time with you. So <laughs> I'll
0: have to play <laughs> to, have to have you back it. on again. Thanks for being on the show today. Have a great day. Thank you, Dan.